You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. And by the grace of God, it is finally Friday. And that means that all you have to do this weekend is work your second and third jobs to pay the bills. Isn't that good news? <laughs> Welcome to it. We have uh, much to get to this hour. Uh, Ayanna Presley saying, because she's a uh, uh, radical leftist with a massive chip on her shoulder for nothing. Uh, she says that Walgreens is racist because one of the stores closed because it couldn't stay open because they were being robbed blind and their employees were terrified to go to work. But it's Walgreens' fault. <laughs> so we'll get to that. Uh, also, um, oh, Lloyd Austin. Lloyd Austin, uh, the, uh, the Secretary of Defense, who just decided to go AWOL. And then there are people saying he went AWOL. And he should be removed from his post. Uh, we'll hear what he had to say about that yesterday. Oh, and then and listen to this. Not only is uh, Joe Biden, not a big surprise, broadcasting its response to the killing of Americans by Iranian-backed uh, Houthi militia members and their drone, uh, they, they're going to put off the uh, retaliation because of bad weather. You think I'm joking, but I'm not, I'm not joking. They're, they're going to put off the, uh, the, the strikes because of bad weather. Yeah, um, nothing good is going to happen because of this. But let's talk about Ayanna Presley first. Spoiled brat. And this is Jim Gossett. She is slamming Walgreens, giving them a real hard time. Cause they closed a Boston store due to rampant crime. I like folk music. Ayanna is a nutcase with a victory all she spews. I hope that this November... She and the squad will gather around, kids. Oh, I honor Walgreens ought to sue. Cause slandering their good name, that is what you do. Oh, I honor, it's really a shame that your cries of racism are your only claim to fame. Yeah, and this is getting a little old after all. Uh, yesterday we saw, what was it, uh, one of the view, they said that most Americans are racist, and I hate to tell you this, but uh, we're getting tired of that too because uh, these racist Americans, uh, they uh, feed your ass, they, uh, they build your cars, and they build your houses. So let's just knock this off. Honestly, it's this uh, this uh, sequestered, spoiled bunch of uh, of uh, you know I don't even know millennials. I, I'm not going to blame it on millennials, but uh, uh, just people who are completely unaware of what makes the country work and are willing to say and think the worst of the American people. And uh, we're not racist. We haven't been racist. Racism exists in every dang country in the world, even in France. I know, even in France. But Ayanna Presley, there was a uh, Walgreens store that closed down, Warren Street in Roxbury, right where that, uh, that kids' uh, community center for black kids was shut down for months so that illegals could go there. And I'll get to that in a second. But this is Ayanna Presley, who, uh, who is uh, saying that Walgreens is racist. Now, she's using the bully pulpit. This is a bully pulpit. She's using her position in Congress to go after a, uh, a business. And she is using language that is unbelievably inflammatory, slanderous, and they should be able to have recourse against her. 
But here is what she said. Mr. Speaker, Walgreens is planning to close yet another pharmacy in the Massachusetts 7th, this time on Warren Street in Roxbury, a community that is 85% black and Latino. This closure is a part of a larger trend of abandoning low-income communities like the previous closures in Mattapan and Hyde Park, both in the Massachusetts 7th. When a Walgreens leaves a neighborhood, they disrupt the entire community and they take them and they take... You know what else disrupts the whole community? All the theft and the murders and the carjackings. There's there. There's that too. With them, baby formula, diapers, asthma. Oh, now you steal the crap out of that baby formula. Woo wee, man! They steal it and they go out and they sell it on the street. Tailors, life-saving medications, and of course, jobs. These closures are not arbitrary and they are not innocent. They are life-threatening acts of racial and economic discrimination. No, no, they're not. You're just lying. That is why I joined with Senator Markey and Warren to demand answers from Walgreens CEO. Why was there no community input, no adequate notice to customers, and no transition resources to prevent gaps in health care? Uh, because there didn't have to be. Shame on you, Walgreens. Having a website with talking points about health equity and underserved communities is not enough. Walgreens is a multi-billion dollar corporation oh, there we go, yeah. that needs Demonize to put the their money where their mouth... Yeah, the multi-million dollar companies, uh, billion dollar companies, they hire, they hire people. I, I saw a big... I, I just decided to go and look at all Walgreens. So they got this giant DEI program for all their employees. So they, they worship at the, at the altar of this DEI bullcrap. And now it's coming to bite them in the butt. I remember when Michelle Obama, spoiled, entitled brat, by the way, never done anything in her life, never worked a day in her life, uh, has a massive chip on her shoulder. And I remember she used to say, she'd go, well, it's food deserts. There are food deserts. And you know what I call them? Sucky neighborhoods. All right? They're just bad neighborhoods. And, and because there are so many people saying that white people are white supremacists and black people are oppressed, and then in, in cities like uh, San Francisco, they could just go in and steal a thousand bucks worth of stuff and walk right out and not be held accountable because it's some sort of reparations? Really? I mean, sorry, uh, there's no food deserts. The deserts are caused by societal problems where you live. Why don't you address those? Why don't you address the black-on-black murder rate being 13 times the national average? Why don't you look at places like D.C. where carjacking has increased by 1,000% the last year? How about the massive uh, abortion rate in inner cities? How about the 80% plus uh, homes without dads in them? How about all that? Instead of blaming Walgreens, a company that literally was your, your savior in that community as an employer, but it's, be gone, but it's gone because some of your constituents made a bleep hole out of your neighborhood. That's just the way it is. I get so tired of this nonsense. Here at Denny's, the only Denny's in, in Oakland, 54 years in business. They're, they are leaving, they are leaving, and it's because they're racist. The Denny's in Oakland, known for being always open, is now forever closed because of crime concerns. <laughs> Once again, the chickens have come home to roost. I feel so bad for the city of Oakland because it's like everybody's leaving. The restaurant closed for good at one Wednesday afternoon. Seems like only the chickens will be staying. Denny's officials would not go on camera. But a sign on the front door says in part, the safety and well-being of Denny's team members and valued guests is our top priority. Like other businesses in the area, the restaurant's seen its share of car break-ins, robberies, and violent crime. We caught up. No, that's racism. 
It was racism that did it. With some of the restaurant's final customers, like Aloy Ikane, picking up for Grubhub. But they closed the In-N-Out Burger, too, by the way, because people get getting robbed in the drive-thru. But it's because of racism. Self, a regular. Oh, yeah, I eat it all the time. Sometimes midnight after club and everything I come here, I eat. Because the last few years, I mean, it was quite good. It was just a good place. I feel so bad that, I mean, they're leaving, you know? Terrible that Oakland's like this. This is probably the oldest business on the block. Yeah, it's closing down. Sad. Yeah, uh, it's racism. Obviously, it's racism. A bunch of white business owners just wanted to punish, uh, just wanted to punish uh, black and brown people. <laughs> I have a doctorate in this. I've been I've been studying this and following this for thirty years of my career. And and honestly, it it I, it should have fallen on deaf ears. Cries of racism decades ago, but finally, it's beginning to. It's it's a joke. But here's the here's the good and bad news. There is a city in Kansas that wants migrants to move there with a $15,000 Choose Topeka campaign to lure border crossers to the dim-led city to fill 7,000 open jobs. There you go. Now, the only negative is uh, you got to live in Topeka. Uh, I live in Kansas, the Kansas side of Kansas City. I'm not sure whose wagon broke down here, why they decided to settle, but they did. Uh, you know, but that's fine. I mean, Kansas City's cool. But uh, Topeka... Nothing against Topeka, but yeah, a lot against Topeka. So uh, they're so desperate, they, they want to have migrants move there, $15,000. Capital of Kansas, which is a few of those buses would come its way to join its Hispanic community. That makes up 70% of the population. The city has an unemployment rate of 2.9% compared with the national 3.7. City officials launched the Choose Topeka. I mean, it should be Hold Your Nose and Choose Topeka. <laughs> Just kidding. No, I'm not. <clears throat> Program in 2019 offering up to 15000 to anyone moving outside of Shawnee County with a cap of $300,000 a year. Only newcomers with a job uh, to go are eligible, so undocumented immigrants with permission, without permission to work can't apply. So, uh, bummer on that. You won't be able to settle down in Topeka. Let's go to Rich in Parkville. Rick in Parkville. Hello, Rick. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's on your mind today? Hello, Mr. Carson. Pleasure. I, I think we ought to have a, a slogan Get Carson. It's in a good way. You you know, I, you're a man after my own heart. Everything you've touched on is 100%. Number one, with the immigration, this president has violated the oath of office, the sanctity, to protect and defend against all enemies, foreign and domestic. Am I right on that? Amen, brother. You yeah, know, he is. And, and he is in date. Listen, listen, Rick. His policies have caused death and destruction, and they have torn apart uh, our sovereignty, which is guaranteed by the Constitution. This should mean the man should be removed from office. This should mean that the uh, the border czar, who's been lying to us about the root causes, when the causes were all of the executive orders by Joe Biden, he promised it when he was campaigning. So there's no there's no root causes. They did it intentionally. That should remove them from office, Rick. Yes, and we can't wait. We cannot wait. I, I'm not in a panic. I don't think we can wait eight or nine months until the Trumpster. I love Donald Trump and his family. I, yeah. I'm like, you know, I worry about this, man. Oh, my. So am I. I, I kind of want to see tractor trailers and uh, and uh, and farm tractors literally surround Washington, D.C. and shut the beltway down just like they're doing in France. I'm not screwing around. 
We got to we got to send a powerful message to these idiots in Washington D.C. It's time to start listening to us because our our pitchforks are out and our torches are burning and we are done. We are done. This is not a violent movement, but it is a Berlin Wall movement, and we're done with it. We're tired of the abuses and usurpations. A lot of people that I talk to, I go to rural farms near where I live. Uh, they're weaponizing. There, there's a silent militia. They, they're, they're gun owners and everything. No, well, I don't think I don't think we're going to need that because the left is uh, uh, poorly armed physically and intellectually, and they are dealing with the most well armed physically and intellectually people in the history of the world. So I'm not worried so much about that. They're a bunch of snowflakes, but clearly we have got to get we've got to make something happen with this border. It has got to get done, and if Congress isn't going to do it, then uh, then uh, every everybody all of our support goes to Texas. Uh, States that do not support this need to reject all illegals, send them to places like California. In fact, I'd send them all to California and let California's uh, economy collapse because of it. I, I absolutely 100%. These states that are, are not supporting Texas, all of the illegals go there. And if, and if, it, if it damages them, then it is their problem. It should not be uh, the problem of states that want the border closed. Rick, I appreciate the phone call, bro. This is something that really got me yesterday. And I did a video yesterday on Instagram. I'll play it for you. Because in in uh, Massachusetts, the governor of Massachusetts, Maura Healy, listen to Maura Healy. She decided to take away the only refuge for black kids in the Roxbury neighborhood. It's a community center. It's where they go to swim. It's where they go to play. It's where they go to stay out of trouble. And she did a teary-eyed, uh, you know, I had to do this. And I know it was a hellhole, but we put $500,000 in it for the illegals because they don't have a place to play. Listen to her. Emotional, guys. Okay, because I'm committed to this. Little kids need to be able to breathe clean air. They need to be able to access swimming pools. What about the the black kids in the neighborhood that have been using it for years? They need to have lifeguards there who are going to teach them how to swim, and they need to have that. Oh no, they aren't learn how to swim. I mean, you know, it's fairly obvious. Activities. I don't know what we're going to do for a couple, three months. I'll call universities. I'll call other places. Yeah, here's what I did last night, and this is blown up on social media. Isn't it just rich that the very white governor of Massachusetts got online today and cried because she had to close down a youth center for poor black children so illegals could go there? And yet Martha's Vineyard, one of the richest places in America, yep. could only handle a busload for an overnight stay before they were driven out. Yeah, that's true. Honestly. Yeah. You are so pathetic. Yeah. And the American people are awake to this it. This guy's amazing. Black people, white people, Republicans and Democrats are coming together to what save our country because they're tired of the nonsense of the left. There you go. Honestly. Have a great evening, guys. God bless America. Let's come together to save her. Well, you guys ought to listen to that guy's show. Uh, let's take a break and come back. This is The Rob Carson Show. to a record-setting president. Joe Biden setting record low approval ratings. What the Democrats have put our nation through, it is a sad day. It's the Rob Carson Show. We want to help them, but at the same time, what about us that need help here? What about, you know, I'm, I'm a mother and I have four children. You know, they need help. They need somewhere to go. They need something to do. What's going to be the consequence of this being changed and just to migrants? Where are those kids going to go right now? Probably to the streets. To the streets. 
where most of them are already at. You know, and you know, like when we look for help, it seems like the state and the governor and them people, they push us away. They want to turn our children to animals. They want our children to be bad and F up. Yeah. We want better for our community, but this right here is going to be show and it's going to be crazy. There you go, and it is. This is uh, in Boston where a uh, uh, community center for uh, largely kids of color, where they go to swim, they go to stay out of trouble, they go for a refuge in the hell that is around them, and the uh, the governor of uh, Massachusetts decides to sink a half a million dollars into the place to fix it up so illegals can come in. And yet Martha's Vineyard, one plane load of illegals couldn't stay longer than 24 hours. Do, do you understand now? And I'm talking to people of color right now. The Democrat Party's broken up with you. You just don't know it yet. Maybe they haven't seen you a text, but you've already been, they've already moved on. I hate to tell you, this is my friend Bruce Lavelle talking about that on Newsmax. These people coming across who have not paid one dime into Social Security, has not paid into our federal tax system, getting free EBT cards, getting accommodations and putting black kids, yes, in yeah. Chicago and across the nation, move to the side for people who have not put a, one dime into our system. So, listen, this wave, and it's not potential, it will break. Black Enterprise wrote this up the other day saying uh, President Trump will be a game changer, will have the highest black voter turnout in the history of the United States under President Trump in 1972, and Jason's right, yes, we got the uh, lowest black unemployment in the history under the Trump administration. So you're absolutely right, Jason, on that. But listen, black folk are tired of being used and Democrats coming yes. around every four years. Yes. And this great America movement yes. are coming to the Trump train. That's correct. Yeah, and I told you this. Every time the Democrat Party, they court, they, they tell you everything's going to get better, schools are going to get better and all this. And look at where we are now. And every day after Election Day, the Democrat Party gets up, leaves some money on the dresser and says, bye-bye. Well, now they're not going to leave the money anymore. Yeah, you've already been broken up with. Tommy in Boone, North Carolina. Hello there, Tommy. It's the Rob Carson Show. Welcome, man. What's up? Hey, good afternoon. I'm calling you from the high mountains of Walpauger County, North Carolina. That's where my wife wants to move. That's where my mom, my wife wants to move. Well, North Carolina. On, We've got We're thinking about it. We're thinking about it. We've got great hiking, bicycling, uh, restaurants, you name it. It's here. All right. So what, go ahead and get to your thought real quick, about 60 seconds. Hey, um... You know, these NGOs that are moving these uh, illegals all across the country. Yes. Three things. Where's the NGOs to move them out of the country? Number two, where's the state's attorneys charging these groups that are moving them around the country with trafficking? That's one. Well, I had a friend of mine say, well, it's a federal issue. Well, no, a lot of this stuff can be a state issue, and they can invoke the Constitution and bring charges against these NGOs. And number three, boy, we really have some lousy leadership in our country right now. No, we do. We know we do. It is absolutely visible, and these people are dedicated to destroying Western culture. Yes. 
Tommy, this is more than uh, just bad leadership. This is more than just about graft and corruption. These are about people who really hate America and really wanted to bring it down. And they have declared war on us. And that's what this open southern border is. It is a declaration of war. Some people think it's just about votes. I think it's, in fact, I know it's much worse than that. And something is going to have to be done because the American people are at a boiling point. We're done with it. They got a massive caravan on the southern border. uh, And people are going to... If, if something happens in Congress that allows this to continue and they do one of these uh, these uh, these bill passings in the middle of the night, it's going to be it. You're igniting a fire that isn't going to be put out. Coming up, Dr. Ben Tapper from the Wellness Company to talk about, uh, you know, diseases and stuff. Stick around. You know, I was thinking about Groundhog Day there, you know. You know, if the groundhog sees the shadow of Joe Biden, you know what that means? Six more weeks of vacation. (laughs) If the groundhog sees the shadow of Arizona Senator Kirsten Sinema, it means winter could go either way. Yeah, it could happen. It could happen. And down in Tuscaloosa, if the groundhog sees the shadow of Alabama football coach Nick Saban, it's going to be the shortest winter ever. You see, he's not very tall on his, yeah, on his driver's license picture. You can see his shoes. <laughs> now, if the groundhog sees a shadow of Hunter Biden, it means six more illegitimate children. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. And finally, if the groundhog sees a shadow of Chris Christie, it means the beginning of another ice age. There you go. That is... Uh... Jim Gossett as Norm McDonald, one of my all-time favorite comedians. And here's Sean Farish on Groundhog Day as the President of the United States. I mean, uh, the 45th and 47th. Happy Groundhog Day. We're here with the most highly respected and incredible groundhog in the history of the world. Love this guy. And he saw his shadow. It was a beautiful shadow, and that means (laughs) four more years of Trump. You know, I saw my shadow, too, this morning, and it was... The greatest shadow in the history of the world. Oh my God. Crooked Joe saw a shadow and ran away from it. Nikki Haley couldn't see her shadow because she was too busy in an Escalade. You know what I'm talking about. And Chris Christie saw his shadow, but uh, NASA called it a solar eclipse. There you go. But my shadow and this groundhog shadow are the greatest shadows in the history of the world. Four more years of Trump are on the way. Four more years to make America great again. Believe oh, yeah. me. All right. Is uh, TBS going to be running Groundhog Day all day today? They do. Uh, they do uh, Independence Day on uh, Ju- July July the fourth. Yeah, might have to watch it again. I've seen it so many times, but it never loses its luster. Groundhog Day. It's, I, that's one of those quotable movies. You know, everybody you know quotes movies, and uh, you know, Princess Bride. Everybody quotes. You know, there are a lot of movies that everybody quotes, and you got a million movie quotes. You know, Luke, I am your father. You know, whatever. Groundhog Day is one of them, and, and I'm going to tell you right now, uh, when I was out of work. Uh, for a year and a half it's exactly like that every day you wake up it's the same crap and you got to go through you got to do it's the same thing you know what i'm talking about right you know what i'm talking about oh by the way i thought you should know uh the u.n budgets millions of dollars for u.s bound migrants so uh, uh the biden administration has been lying to you for three years about the causes of it they caused this illegal invasion of our country on purpose they uh, made that kamala harris said it was climate change and all this bull crap that was all a lie she knows exactly what they were doing everybody knows it and the country is on fire because of it people are beyond pissed and they want regime change they want They want Washington, D.C. swept clean. They're tired of this. 
But the uh, UN 2024 update on the uh, Regional Refugee and Migrant Response Plan, uh, a planning and budget document for handing out $1.6 billion in 17 Latin American companies that uh, basically uh, uh, confirm uh, cash giveaways and much more aid coming in 2024 to bring people across the border. The UN and its advocacy partners are planning to spread $372 million in cash and voucher assistance and multi-purpose cash assistance to some 624,000 migrants in transit to the United States during 2024. There is no doubt who is doing this. There is no doubt what the cause is, but it is time to find a solution for it. And if Congress tries to pass something overnight with a bunch of crap crammed into a bill, uh, Mike Johnson, you're going to be done, among others. The American people have had it. Had it. Let's go to uh, Alec. Alex in Baltimore wants to talk today. Alex, welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's on your mind? Oh, thanks for taking the call. I have to apologize. I called about 10 days ago where I was saying that there hasn't been two presidents running at the same time, and, and you were right. There, there, that did happen. But what I'm calling about is uh, we remember Willie Hort, right? Oh, yes. Okay, you remember how Bush just kept running picture after picture of Willie being out and uh, causing uh, – he raped and he uh, assaulted people while he got out on a yes. weekend furlough and blamed on Dukakis. Well, the picture for Trump's campaign now will be an illegal alien who assaulted a cop throwing America the bird. Double Absolutely. Bird, no less. Absolutely, and bro. Just, and, and not only that, you can say that the bird is being flown at us by Russia, China, Iran, the border, the Democratic-run uh, cities, Biden himself, when he... I can't believe he said on his statement that he found a way to get around the Supreme Court ruling to still give back student aid loans. And the Supreme Court has ruled. So I'm saying giving the finger to the Americans is now become Trump's photograph on every place he goes. Absolutely, my friend. I appreciate the phone call, Alex. I heard you this morning on Sean, uh, Sean and Bruce on WCBM, by the way, and I and I said this is a great idea. So I appreciate you calling, my friend. Yeah, make the make uh, make that uh, illegal alien who beat the stein out of the cop and flip the double bird of the camera into the poster boy for Joe Biden and how he feels about the American people on everything. You know, energy independence, double bird. Uh, student loan forgiveness, double bird. Uh, you know, I can go on and on and on. COVID, double bird. Did a double bird on the COVID restrictions and all of that. Uh, you know, uh, uh, freedom of, of uh, expression, uh, the double bird on the First Amendment when it came to COVID and everything else. Double bird, you betcha. So uh, Biden is delaying uh, uh, unleashing retaliatory strikes on Iran-backed militants because of bad weather. Um, General George Patton is spinning in his grave like a baseball bat on a lathe. Well, it looks like uh, U.S. forces preferring to strike when skies are clearer across the Middle East. Because, you know, you, you want to have a picnic. You know, you want to launch a missile or two. You know, spread out the picnic, get some cheese, a little bit of brie. I'm thinking maybe something light. It's early in the spring. Maybe a Chardonnay for the spring. I'd move toward a Pinot if we're going to wait off until March or something. President uh, Biden held up the planned retaliatory strikes against the Iran-backed Houthis because of bad weather with a military source saying the commanders prefer to strike in clear conditions to avoid civilian casualties. Military source told CBS that CENTCOM forces in the Middle East would rather wait until conditions in the region clear up before launching the counteroffensive. Um, this is, these are drones. It's not human beings going in there. 
Yeah. Does this come as a surprise to anybody with Lloyd Austin in charge? Lloyd Austin, uh, like like, uh, Punxsutawney Phil, he decided to show his shadow yesterday. And uh, even though he was in the hospital and didn't tell anybody, he was under anesthesia. He uh, was in the hospital in ICU for a week, didn't tell anybody about it. Here he is yesterday being asked the, uh, the question that everybody else should be. This is something that would normally get in your military career. Why hasn't it done to you? For days before you informed the White House or the Commander-in-Chief of your condition and your absence, anyone else within the military chain of command would have faced reprimand or even dismissal. Wait till you hear his answer. It is unbelievable. Why shouldn't that same standard apply to you, sir? Well, let me just say that, uh, uh, thanks for the question, that, that we didn't get this right. And as I said, I take full responsibility for, uh, for uh, the department's actions. Uh, the department's actions. They were your actions. They're your actions. You're not taking responsibility for the department's actions. And what you just said right there shows you're not taking responsibility yourself. In terms of why uh, on the second notification was was not made to the White House, uh, that information was available. Uh, I'm not sure... Uh, at this point, uh, what exactly happened? But he's throwing the rest of the department under the bus. I think details uh, will uh, will play out as a review is, is conducted. Unbelievable! You don't need a review. All you need to do is tell us why you did what you did. I swear to God, this man does not deserve to be in the position he is. Here he is with his opening statement yesterday. Like anybody cares. I'm recovering well, but as you can see, I'm still recovering. Yeah, I don't still even care. Having... I don't even care. All I care about is our country, okay, and our safety. I don't care. Some leg pain and doing... Yeah, again, I don't care. Physical therapy to get past it. I'm deeply grateful to my doctors and the nursing we, we, staff. We don't care. Half at Walter Reed. And I very much appreciate all the good wishes. Um, you didn't get anything from me. But I want to be crystal clear. We did not handle this right. And I did not handle this. And that's crystal clear. I should have told the president about my cancer diagnosis. I should have also told my team and the American public. This should give you an idea of his decision-making capability. And I take full responsibility. No, you don't. I apologize to my teammates and to the American people. Now, I want to make it very clear that there were no gaps in authorities and no risk to the department's command and control. Well, you know, we, uh, we can't trust you, see, because you didn't tell us that you were in the hospital. So everything that comes out of your mouth now is suspect. We don't believe a damn word you have to say. You, you are derelict in your duty. You're supposed to be an adult man. You're supposed to be in charge of what uh, was the greatest fighting force in the history of the world. And you've done everything in your power, along with other morons like Jennifer, uh, Jennifer Milley. <laughs> Jennifer Milley. Jennifer Milley, <clears throat> General Milley, who is more concerned about white privilege and ushering and woke nonsense into the military and running idiotic ad campaigns that destroyed recruitment. But uh, but here he, here he is. Oh, I'm going to accept responsibility for dereliction of duty. This is Jim Hansen. He was on uh, with Eric Bowling last night. He's a defense expert about what uh, what uh, should uh, he should be on the line for. Hundred percent. And and there's a word for what he did in the military when you're absent from your duty station without your commander's permission or knowledge. That's called absent without leave. That's a wall, and that's something oh. anyone else would be dismissed on the spot and potentially thrown in the brig for.
Lloyd Austin failed in his duty to wow. the American people. And, and now the only reason they're keeping him on is because they don't need the embarrassment of firing him. And he doesn't have the decency nope. to resign that he needs to go home and recover and should be docked some of his retirement pay. Yeah, it's uh, this is what happens when you allow shame to die. Because he, he feels no shame at all. Uh, his uh, actions justify his means. It, it doesn't matter to him. Then he took the time off. He, he's going to come forward. He, he, he threw his staff under the bus and didn't take responsibility, even though he said he was taking responsibility. Is he the man who should be in charge of our military? Of course not. Th- this shows, this is the biggest lapse in judgment I've seen in many, many years in military leadership. <clears throat> Other than, you know, the whole Iraq invasion thing. And that was just because of the person in the White House. U.S. Navy, high school diploma, GED requirements for recruits. Looks like they're going to get rid of them. The Navy has, uh, has again, lowered enlistment requirements as it struggles to meet self-inflicted recruitment goals. The Navy Times on Friday, last Friday, America's Naval Force will now allow those without a high school diploma to enlist as long as they score a 50 or higher on the Armed Forces Qualification test that all prospects must take. Uh, those with uh, without a GED will also become allowed to enlist. So you don't even have a GED anymore. And I understand that a GED is a pretty proud accomplishment for the people who got the GED. I got it. It's not a high school diploma. All right. Uh, the Army fell 15,000 short of its enlistment goal by, of 60,000, and other services dug into the pools of delayed entry candidates in order to meet their recruiting numbers. Yeah, it's a mess. So they're lowering their standards, and we're all going to suffer. It's like what, uh, you know, New York uh, did when they, uh, you know, they uh, put uh, uh, Letitia James as the AG. Got to lower those standards. Fonnie Willis, lower them standards. The U.S. Air Force uh, selects officers based on race and sex-based uh, quota system for officer applications and affirmative action program uh, that would make the Ivy League blush, by the way, among other things. In August, the U.S. Special Operations Command released a report on women in combat, not to analyze the effectiveness of Army Special Operations or Forces, but to excoriate itself for supposedly persistent bigotry. You know what? Uh, when it comes to leading special forces... Um, uh, it's not bigotry. It's just men are stronger. That's just the way it is. Uh, don't believe me? Look at all the Olympic world's records in history. There you go. Army officials released a memo making soldiers undergo undergoing gender transition non-deployable for almost a year at a time of severe readiness concerns such, as, uh, uh, such a concession to uh, ideology is absurd. This is your U.S. military. I, I remember when Joe Biden uh, was installed as the president of the United States. I said it would just be a matter of how much damage he could do in three years. And thus far, he has exceeded my expectations. Let's take a break and come back. This, my friends, is The Rob Carson Show. One of my go-tos. When I'm at the gym. Ugh. Well, God's back for you. There you go. I've been a uh, rock dude forever. I like a lot of different music, but I always uh, defer to um, rock and metal. Five-finger death punch and, you know, all of those bands. I love them, love them, love them. So uh, the Republican-less House Judiciary Committee sent a subpoena on Friday to uh, Fonnie Willis to obtain documents related to possible use of federal funds related to her case against Donald Trump. Uh, Also, by the way, uh, she fired a former employee who whistle blew 
about uh, Miss Willis and her use of a grant that was intended to be used for youth, including gang prevention, in Fulton County. And there was uh, almost $500,000. Yeah. And the whistleblower said to Fonnie, hey, man, I just want you to know they want to misuse this money. The guy in charge of the, the money is going to misuse the money. And so Fonnie said, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. And then had, him, had her removed with seven armed guards. Yeah. Instead of using the federal funds uh, for the intended purpose of helping at-risk uh, at youths, your office sought to use the funds to get MacBook swag and use it for travel. She corrupt. She is the most corrupt of the corrupt. She's disgusting. And she was also, uh, you know, paying her boyfriend to be a lawyer to prosecute a former president, even though he had no experience at all. Here she is uh, trying to convince people of Fulton County why they should choose her to be the DA in 2020. The district attorney's office in Fulton should be the beacon of the Southeast. It should be the absolute best office between Washington, D.C. and Miami. And right now what you have is a office of dysfunction and corruption and we deserve well things have certainly gotten a whole lot worse actually better and i am the right choice to improve it <laughs> corruption uh miss willis that's a strong word uh to level against the office that paul howard has run for nearly a quarter of a century if he if he gets re-elected it'd be more than 25 years you have a da sitting there that doesn't have the qualifications and the experience to oh. do the job oh, wow. what i can guarantee you is with my reputation yes. with my community ties yeah. i am going to be able to attract the best and the brightest minds to that office wow she really struck out on that one you're sitting with someone today that actually wants to make a difference because they deserve a da that won't have sex with his employees because they deserve <laughs> a da that won't put money in their own pocket <laughs> when it should go to benefit children. Oh, that's fantastic. You won't won't have sex with your employees when that's exactly what she was doing with her boyfriend. That is just fantastic. Oh, my God. Bombshell new audio appears to show a whistleblower privately warned in battle Georgia DA, Fonnie Willis. Bonnie. Fonnie, Fonnie. corrupt, so corrupt that crooked Miss Bonnie. It's Friday. A whistleblower was axed when she presented Funny Willis with the facts of crooked dealing. Yeah. Her staff was stealing and concealing with help from Funny. What about those poor kids? It's time her case against uh, Trump is dropped. Yes, Funny Willis must be stopped. God has a sense of humor. Bonnie should be fired and retired and bestling Bonnie. Her boyfriend named Thun Wade. $700,000 was he paid. The deal was shady. Services. She's a shady lady talking about shady Bonnie. Goods and services. It's time that Bonnie gets shown the door. She should be DA no more. I agree. I, I love this. And the thing is, uh, you know, all of this is coming home to roost. All of this uh, this uh, nonsense, all of this uh, uh, partisanship, all of this uh, political indictments, all coming home to roost because it's all evil and it's all political. And God has a sense of humor. Well, let's take a break and come back. This, my friends, is The Rob Carson Show. Hey. 
Hey guys, it's Carson. If you know me, you've known that I've uh, undergone a, quite a physical transformation in the last couple of years. And you can elevate your everyday wellness with the number one meal kit for clean eating and discovering new gut-friendly, healthy recipes every day. Choosing Green Chef means choosing real wholesome foods that don't just fill you up, also support a healthy lifestyle. It's more than just satisfying your hunger. It's about feeling good with every bite. Every nutrient-dense, science-backed gut and brain health recipe developed in partnership with registered dietitians that improve digestion, reduce bloating, also boost energy and immunity. I used to spend a lot of time wondering what I'd be eating for the next lunch or dinner with Green Chef. I already have a, a finished selection of healthy meals to choose from so I can focus more on the rest of the day. Now's your chance to save money, discover an easier life with prepared healthy meals in your fridge. Go to greenchef.com slash 60 Newsmax to get 60% off. That's greenchef.com slash 60 Newsmax. You get 60% off plus 20% off your next two months. Get your time and health back with fully prepared healthy meals at greenchef.com slash 60 Newsmax. Use promo code 60 Newsmax to get 60% off plus 20% off your next two months. Greenchef.com slash 60 Newsmax. This is the Rob Carson Show. This is the Rob Carson Show, and by the grace of God, it is finally Friday. I like to say, uh, finally, you just have to work on your second and third jobs over the weekend. You don't need to worry about the main job. Just your second and third jobs you're doing to, uh, you know, pay the bills. Uh, the number here is 800-922-6680. I was at Walmart the other night because, you know, it's, I'm, a, I'm a Walmart uh, shopper, you know. You know I, uh, Target, I, Target's okay. Uh, you know, uh, my wife likes Target because, you know, uh, women like Target. You know, they go there and they take their big... Uh, those big metal cups, and they, you know, fill it with uh, coffee or Chardonnay, and they wear their yoga pants and go to Target. Target, and it, Target, they should call it Target. Whatever. <laughs> so I'm not a Target. I'm a, I'm a Wally World guy. So I was at Walmart, and uh, it's interesting because I was just at the uh, at the checkout, and the guy behind me goes, "Hey, are you Rob Carson?" I went, "Yeah." And uh, he's like, hey, nice to meet you, nice to meet you. And I'm like, oh, hey, thanks, man. I appreciate it. And, and then the, the cashier's like, wait, wait, are you okay? Wait, I hear you're a Virgin Radio show. So one of them heard the TV show, the radio, whatever. And there's one of them there standing there, and she's talking about the prices. I think her name is Brigitte or something, and she's got two young children and her husband there. And I said, yeah, these prices are terrible. I said, I always look for the yellow stickers, right? Because the yellow stickers is when uh, things are on closeout. And a lot of times I'll go up, and they'll, they take their rotisserie chicken from the day before, and they'll price it down to $3.00. And eighty-eight cents, and and I will pull that chicken. It's not what you think, Hunter. Uh, you take the meat off the bone again. Not what you think, Hunter. And I'll make it into you know whatever, maybe chicken noodle soup, maybe you know, whatever. But it's it's what I do. And no matter if I make, if I ever get wealthy, I'm always going to be a bargain shopper. I'm always going to be the guy who walks by and says, well, I don't want to pay that kind of money for it, even if I have the money for it. It's just how I was raised. It's how I am now. I look for the yellow sticker. So I'm talking to this woman. And I said, well, how are you getting along? I said, do you work one job? She goes, oh, no, no, I have to work two jobs. I said, what do you, what do, you do? I'm a hospice nurse. So not only does she, she do the job that most of us uh, can't even imagine, some have to be that to some degree. My wife had to do it with her mother. And, uh, and so she's a hospice nurse. And then she also does another job. And she says, my husband stays at home. And I said, oh, okay. Well, she goes, we can't afford daycare. For two young kids, both under the age of five, 3600 bucks a month. And I want you to think about that for a second, because $3,000 a month is 36000 
So that's pushing to what, 40K for daycare. If you look at a job that you're making 65K, all right, you're going to bring home, if you're lucky, 40K, and that is a wash. It's a wash. We had the same, same thing happen as we were in, uh, in D.C. My, my wife had a job. I had my job in radio. She had her job, and her job just covered daycare. And so what's the point? I can go to a job where I'm just making enough money to pay someone to raise my kids, or I'll just stay home and raise my kids. And the wife can do the job. And that's what's going on. That's what happened to a lot of people. Today, you got these big job numbers. Oh, my God, praise God. Pass the mashed potatoes. It's great job numbers. ooh yeah, yippee skippy. Well, remember, the entire year last year was downgraded because they always overinflate the numbers. That happened without a doubt. Hundreds of thousands of jobs from last year were not created. So you've got that. You've got government employment, which is a massive, massive portion of this, and a whole lot of temporary employment. So if you think that, uh, you know, happy days are here again, uh, you're smoking some of that legal weed. Maybe it's even illegal. Who the heck knows? But that's where, uh, you know, that's the way America's going. I mean, I talk to people. Whenever I talk to a, like, I'll, I'll talk to a cashier at Walmart, Keith. I was talking to Keith the other day. Cashier at Walmart. Got two jobs. Works at Ace Hardware. Works at Walmart, you know. It is not uncommon when you see somebody working at Walmart, if they are over 30, this is their second job. That's just the way it is. So, uh, you know, don't get too happy about the, uh, the economy because, you know, it's really not good and people are suffering. But they're going to do everything to dis- distract you, believe, make you believe everything is good. Joe Biden's starting to use the word uh, Bidenomics again. And it's a joke. You know it as well as I do. You know it as well as I do. Darren Beatty uh, did a terrific job uncovering the, uh, the thickening plot around the January the 6th pipe bombs that were placed on January the 5th near the RNC headquarters and near the DNC headquarters in D.C. Metro PD officers were alerted to one bomb outside of the DNC headquarters. It was there. They, they swept the area. It was sitting in the open. Metro D.C. police and Secret Service are sitting there. Guy comes up who is a Capitol Police officer playing close. Tells them, hey, there's a pipe bomb over here, like 15 feet away. They sat in the vehicles and ate their lunch. School children were allowed to walk right by the area. The Secret Service missed uh, this bomb that was out in the open. It sat there for 17 hours. And the other bomb simultaneously was found at the same time in the other location. Here is Darren Beatty talking about the synchronicity of these events and how, well, it leads to one one solution, which is um, this was a Reichstag moment. January the 6th was set up. We're supposed to believe that both of these bombs that were planted the evening before were sitting around for 16, 17 hours, undiscovered, and both independently happened to be upon within a 15-minute window of that unfolding attack on the west perimeter of the Capitol. That is infinitesimally implausible. And what that means is really dark, really dark and really serious because, look, the regime, they know this story has reached escape velocity. They moved from suppression mode to damage control mode. And one of the things they're going to try to do, Steve, is to keep this mess within the pipe bomb. And that's a big enough mess in its own right, believe me. But they're going to try to prevent that from metastasizing into the other dimensions of January 6th that we've covered, principally that peace monument breach on the West Perimeter that was the subject of our major piece called Meet Ray Epps Part 2. 
But the smoking gun is the synchronicity. You simply cannot explain by mere chance that these bombs were sitting there for 17 hours and were both independently, randomly discovered yep. within a 15-minute window corresponding exactly with that attack. And it's even, it's even more damning because the official version for yep. why that attack was so successful was that the resources were diverted in order to address the pipe bomb. Yeah, by this uh, time, you should um, there should be no doubt that this was a setup. This was not Donald Trump telling his supporters to go commit an insurrection, which would have been an attempted overthrow of the government. This is why they kept the video, so you couldn't see it. And now that we've seen the video, it showed peaceful protesters walking around, staying within the velvet rope, even though news media said days after the day, they said $100 million worth of damage inside that building. There was not a bit of damage inside of that building. Not one little bit. They've lied about everything. And PBS, this is another... uh, uh, I think PBS obviously needs to be defunded. Public broadcasting needs to be defunded. It is nothing more than a tool of the state. It was originally created, I guess, so people in Iowa could watch the symphony and ballet. All right? Uh, but honestly, it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's no longer useful. There are a million ways to get your content if you want it. And if you really want the content, you can pay for your damn content. So the, uh, the PBS, do- they put together a documentary, okay, a PBS documentary uh, that shows the January the 6th committee. Uh, James Goldston is the former president of ABC News, created this mini-series about uh, January the 6th, all right? So this is why they had the, uh, the, the team there videotaping and all this. Not only did they want to put it on live television, they wanted to create a documentary about it. Here's the problem. There was no evidence uncovered that Donald Trump did anything wrong. The impeachment was a giant turd. So here's PBS, PBS, uh, coming up with a documentary on a crooked attempt by politicos uh, to take down a president or a former president, even though there was zero, zero evidence of any wrongdoing, and he was cleared. That's how bad it is, and that's why PBS needs to be defunded completely. Thompson's committee had gathered a trove of information the challenge what to do with it oh i'd like to tell him what to do with it one thing that we knew was the information that we have is compelling oh that's adam kenzinger the thing we needed to do was tell that to the american people in a compelling way so that's why we brought in a former president of abc news and and you, you didn't you didn't share anything. You had a kangaroo court of people who had voted to uh, impeach Donald Trump. You allowed no cross examination and no defense witnesses. It was a kangaroo court. Yeah, I got a call pretty much out of the blue um, from the January the sixth committee. Oh yeah, it's James Goldstein. Yeah, ABC News. They wanted they wanted a storyteller. And while they were brilliant, they were brilliant lawyers. Storytelling. Are they really brilliant lawyers? I mean, look what happened. For a mass audience is not what they do. To bring in a guy like this who would think outside the box really did prove to be fruitful. And it was Goldston who really began to... No, it wasn't fruitful because it it failed. It it failed. You brought in a TV producer to cover an event that was a, a, a joke. And it failed. That's propaganda. That's propaganda. That's uh, the New York Times coming back to America from Stalin's Russia and saying, everybody's fine, everybody's eating well while they're starving to death. 
That's what that is. Unbelievable. Here's another piece of propaganda. Uh, American tax money sent to help out the Palestinian Authority is actually going to the, uh, the people who need it. This is brand- Israeli officials have estimated that Hamas hijacks 50 to 60% of the humanitarian aid trucks entering Gaza. Yeah, uh, Hamas uses food and water to supply its terrorists and uses fuel to power its rockets and vehicles as well as to run the ventilation systems necessary to keep oxygen flowing in its vast network of underground tunnels. Hamas is hijacking over h- half of the aid. U.S. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken, who is a buffoon supreme, told Congress in November there would be some spillage of aid intended for Palestinian civilians that would end up in the hands of Hamas instead. Here's another story. One in ten workers at the U.N. agency given $1.3 billion of cash every year to provide assistance to the Palestinian people is a member of Hamas or a jihad group. One in ten. One in ten. Six employees of the U.N.'s Palestine agency were allegedly among the thousands of Palestinians and Hamas militants who entered Israel on October the 7th. An Israeli intelligence report cited by the Wall Street Journal claims that one in ten of the 12,000 staff in Gaza are affiliated, affiliated or have membership in Hamas. Same goes with UNRWA. 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 Wall Street Journal on Friday published an expose of the United Nations Relief and Works Agency, which for decades has provided health care, food, infrastructure, and education. Annual budget of $1.3 billion. One in six members of, no, six members of UNRWA staff were involved in the attacks on October the 7th. Unbelievable. Uh, U.N. Palestinian teachers exposed to Hamas-loving jihadists. Congress learns uh, the Telegram Club of 3,000 educators praise holy, holy warriors who left Israel dead, uh, dead in hell on October the 7th. U.S. aid chiefs in Gaza face mounted pressure on Tuesday revelations that 3,000 of their Palestinian teachers shared messages supporting Hamas militants as they raped and murdered civilians October the 7th. Not one more stinking dime. But you know what's kind of interesting? The first thing that the Biden administration said after October the 7th, first and foremost, Corinne Jean-Pierre said that um, we needed to protect um, uh, Islamic uh, people who are uh, followers of Islam in America from hate crimes, which weren't happening. And the second part of it was we need to give $100 million to the Palestinian Authority. That's what they said on October the 18th. This is what Senator Rick Scott said about that on October the 18th. Hamas controls Gaza. Every dime that we send into Gaza goes to Hamas. They they decide. You saw. I mean, you saw the terrorists with humanitarian first aid kits when they're out shooting uh, and killing Americans and Israelis in in Israel. You see them with uh, humanitarian rice bags. Um, I mean, this is crazy. I mean, we've got Hamas is holding. Americans and Israelis hostage, mm-hmm. and we're going to give them money. And on top of that, yeah. think about this. Yeah, We're going to give money to the Palestinian Authority that gives money to the family of dead terrorists for killing Americans. Yeah, there you go. So what it should have told you right after October the 7th, whose side our government is on and how much money we have given them to essentially kill Jews. Unbelievable. Let's take a break and come back. This is the Rob Carson Show. Coming up, we have a a new segment on the show called The Accidental Hero of the Week. Today, two. Two individuals get it. One human, one not. I'll explain in a moment. 
Ayanna Presley uh, decided to blame Walgreens for her neighborhood, Walgreens, and uh, the neighborhood she represents is crime-ridden because, you know, people are allowed to just steal stuff and get away with it. But the Walgreens went out of business, and she decided to claim racism. Mr. Speaker, Walgreens is planning to close yet another pharmacy in the Massachusetts 7th, this time on Warren Street in Roxbury, a community that is 85% black and Latino. This closure is a part of a larger trend of abandoning low-income communities like the previous closure. No, no, it isn't. It's about uh, crime. And it's happening everywhere. And there's a chance maybe the Walgreens or the CVS in your neighborhood is going out of business. And you combine this with all the nonsense of the, uh, of the supply chain uh, you know, debacle from a couple years ago. Who the hell knows what's going to happen this year? So I've got my emergency medical kit from the wellness company. And, uh, you know, I've got jumper cables. My wife and I are talking about getting a gas generator for the house so we can have electricity and heat and stuff in case something goes really badly with millions of illegals coming across our southern border, many of them military-age males. And check this out. Some of the, uh, the medical conditions covered, treatable, with this kit that I have, anthrax, bronchitis, COVID, nausea, shingles, sinusitis, skin infection, strep throat, tetanus, tick exposure, urinary urinary tract infection, viral upper respiratory infection, all of these, and it's in a kit that I got from the wellness company right there. I just got online, did a little questionnaire, filled it out. They sent me my kit a couple weeks later, and kaboom, I'm set. It's done. Now I'm set as far as my family and medicine is concerned. If there's an emergency, would you like to get one of these kits? Here's how you do it. You're going to save 10% if you use my code, okay? So it's the wellness company, but go to twc.health, all right? Remember that, twc.health slash Carson, twc.health slash Carson. That is what you do. All you got to do is, uh, is go to twc.health slash Carson, fill out the questionnaire, get this out of the way, get it done. You know, I've got this done. I've got the jumper cables. I've got the food. I've got the water. Going to get the generator. You need to consider this because who the heck knows what is going to happen uh, this year. Honestly, who does? Let's go to uh, John in Santa Cruz real quick. John, welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's on your mind today? Rob, thanks for taking my call. I really appreciate it. And I'm just so glad to hear your voice coming to my telephone. Um, Real quick. Uh, my, uh, I want to really, this is to honor my grandmother, born 1898, uh, country woman and country smart, just a brilliant woman. And she'd tell me when I was 10 years old, she'd tell me, you know what? Reality will keep a very harsh school, but a fool will have no other. And now we've been learned and we've been taught and there's all kinds of people out here. I live in the California with a K here in Santa Cruz, and thank God for Mighty KSCO. It has been nothing but a beacon of joy for me. I know, John, and, and listen, and listen. At case KSCO, they are warriors. Uh, it is an incredible radio station, one that is very active in the community, and a bastion in the madness that you guys have to deal with out there. And and it is, it's gotten even worse. And John, I, I don't know if you felt it yet, but you know, a lot of the uh, a lot of the illegals that Texas is shutting out are going to be coming to California. Well, I live in an agricultural community. I'm actually in Watsonville, and i got to tell you, the idea of the differences, I've lived here for 55 years, and I live most of it in North County, but the difference between North County and South County, which is 70% Hispanic, is outstanding. Uh, we don't have to have things locked up in our CVS. We don't have to have worry about the people, uh, you know, the homeless 
camping out downtown. I mean, they just won't put up with it. Um, I'm really glad that I moved down here. Um, it is just a, a, a it's a difference of night and day between the USC uh, liberals that run Santa Cruz and the people of the earth that run Watsonville. I'm so yeah. glad that I did it. And yeah. listen, I just want to say real quick, you are a bastion of, um, of sanity within this whirling, swirling maelstrom of idiocy. Um, <laughs> and I appreciate you. That's just, I want to say, don't forget that hard school is really teaching people what. All right, brother. I, I do appreciate it. And, you know, uh, I just want to be the voice of, um, I don't know, common sense. Thank you. You know, how about a little bit of common sense? Let's make 2024. We return to common sense from nonsense. And, and uh, we are in the massive majority. Coming up, we're going to be talking to Dr. Ben Tapper. Talking about preparedness from the wellness company on The Rob Carson Show. A little bit of bad news today, unfortunately. Carl Weathers passed away, 76 years old. Apollo Creed, baby. Rocky. Star Wars Mandalorian. Pretty amazing guy. I just saw him in a, he's in a new commercial. I can't remember the name of the client, but uh, still looking good, but unfortunately passed away. I don't know what the uh, what the reason being was, but uh, life well lived. Uh, pretty cool. Just a really, I mean, like the epitome of cool. Carl Weathers, the epitome of cool. Unbelievable. Here's a headline real quick before we go to our guest, Dr. Ben Tapper. Dr. Ben Tapper, paging Dr. Ben. We'll be with you on second. Uh, a study uh, published in mid-January found a majority of Americans in, uh, and Canadians have begun uh, preparing for the apocalypse. No, no. 40% of residents of Maine, Nebraska, Illinois, half of those living in Ontario and British Columbia, prepping for a North American apocalypse by purchasing various goods and, uh, you know, stockpiling food, water, weapons, uh, learning survival skills, and more. You know, we all wonder what's going to happen because of the open border. We all wonder what's going to happen because of uh, what the uh, World Economic Forum is uh, is perpetrating on us. We've seen the uh, supply chain. We've seen what the government did to us during COVID by shutting down the First Amendment wholesale. I mean, unable to, to not only go to church, but to be able to express an opinion. So people are worried about it. And uh, one of the things that I say, you know, the, the wellness company is a great way to be prepared. You're going to need some meds. Uh, one of the, uh, the principals in that group is Dr. Ben Tapper, and he joins us on the, uh, on the Newsmax Hotline, uh, director of uh, epigenetics. How are you today, my friend? Rob, I am doing great, brother. Thanks for having me on. It's good to be good to be here with you, my friend. Did it, did it finally get above zero in Nebraska, where you live? <laughs> it finally got above zero degrees. Yes, we had a, a, a spout there for about twenty below, and let me tell you, twenty below hits differently than than thirty degrees. Let me tell you. I'm going to tell you, we, my son went to that uh, playoffs game, the Miami uh, Chiefs game. It was nine below zero mid-half. Uh, but the thing about people in the Midwest, they don't go home. They go bowling. Yeah. That's just the way it is. It's just the way it is. Right. You know, well, we, go get, we get ice cream in that, in that kind of weather. So that, that's, that's how bold we are. I want to play something for you real quick. This is Megan Kelly. Megan Kelly uh, had to get three vaccinations. I want you to listen to what she said that uh, the Moderna told her. That Moderna was very, very upset, among other things, about the fact that I said on this show that after I had gotten my third COVID shot, my booster, which you needed in order to operate in New York to do anything, um, I developed 
a positive on an autoimmune test that my general practitioner gave me. Have you ever known of the American medical establishment telling people they couldn't talk about a vaccine injury? Had, had you ever heard that in your career as a doctor? Yes, unfortunately, it's, it goes on more than we realize. Really? Behind closed, yes. I mean, right now, you're seeing that, too. Just even in the, in the clinical data, they'll, they'll tailor data to show desired outcomes. They'll doctor studies showing desired outcomes. I mean, you, you hear this a lot uh, in the medical field. Where in the, the, the unfortunate reality is a lot of the doctors aren't even trained on recognizing correlating um, autoimmune or adverse reactions to the vaccine. And that's a real problem. Wow. Uh, there is also a new report, uh, America's COVID shame, damning uh, British medical journal uh, study shows slams the U.S. for shutting schools too long and masking outside while warning if pandemic response was a uh, zip code lottery. That's what they've said. Um, what have we learned from COVID, if anything? I know that the uh, it doesn't appear the CDC and HHS and any of these agencies had, but what have you learned uh, as a as a doctor uh, from COVID, the COVID experience? Well, first of all, we need to bring back the trust to the, the practicing physicians and bring full authority to the practicing physician. The true physician is the practicing physician, not the authoritative doctors like Fauci. Okay, and we can't have these top-down protocols from the government and, and these three-letter organizations. So we need to bring and protect the doctor-patient relationship more now than ever before because we saw during what we learned during COVID is that the doctors that were doing their job prescribing dr- drugs like ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine, they were heavily persecuted, and a lot of the times they lost their license to practice for doing their own job by getting patients well with these medications. So if we learned yeah. anything, we need to put medical freedom into the constitution and protect that medical right and freedom you as a physician um you you i'm sure have had many cases over the years where you've seen uh uh, supply issues with regard to vital medications i remember when my kids were little there was a there was a massive short of of z-pack and there was a bird flu that came around this is probably 18 years ago or so uh how often does that happen where where something sweeps across the country and a lot of pharmacies are kind of uh uh backed up they don't have the product that they need to to uh, treat the illnesses well, first of all, the COVID, we had a, a massive increase in supply chains because a lot of factories were shut down, businesses were shut down, manufacturing industries were shut down, especially in the pharmaceutical realm. And so that's a very scary thought. And realize, we realize how volatile we are. So it's vitally important that we do stock up on life-saving medications or, or supplements or and have a food storage and be prepared because we cannot just rely and think that everything's going to be hunky-dory because we learned that there might be things and hiccups and supply chain issues. And, and going forward, I feel like the world is a very volatile state right now. So I think it's, the time is now to be prepared. I mean, Benjamin Franklin said an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. You'd rather have, it, have that peace of mind and being prepared is, is, the, is the solution here. By the way, before I let you go, uh, the other day you recommended to me, as far as supplements are concerned, uh, vitamin D, because uh, vitamin D is uh, a lot of the times is lacking in our systems. And I believe you mentioned the other day it's not a vitamin actually, uh, but but we the the vitamin D is in your system when you're exposed to sunlight, and consequently, so I started taking a, a liquid version of vitamin D upon your request. And you know what's weird? I got a beard that is thick and full as yours in three days. I'm just kidding. That never happened. <laughs> that never happened. 
That's awesome. Well, I'm glad you're on that vitamin D because unless we get 30 minutes of summer sunlight, we're going to be deficient in D3, and it really should be called a hormone. I mean, there's thousands and thousands of functions in, in the body that vitamin D is a cofactor for, so we need that in our body, especially in the Midwest when we have 20 below weather. We're not getting that sunlight, so we need to be supplementing with it. You know, it's weird. I, I've been doing uh, vitamin D and zinc. Uh, I was on testosterone for a while because, you know, I'm a man of a certain age. And, uh, you know, I, and, and it, you know, first couple of days felt like the Incredible Hulk. Uh, <laughs> and then, you know, and I've been off this. I've been off it for a couple of months. I started taking vitamin D and, and I'm taking a couple of supplements. But I'm discovering that, you know, at the gym, I, I put some video, uh, some pictures online. I'm getting mass. I'm getting size. I'm getting, uh, you know, without testosterone. And, and I'm wondering if these, you know, if if some of that is ha- having to do with it. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm well, not exactly sure. Well, vitamin D is a, is a hormone. It's a, neuro, it's a neurotransmitter. Same with testosterone. Neuro, neuro, you know, the testosterone is a hormone. It's a neurotransmitter. And if we have a deficiency in any hormone in the system, that's going to pull from other hormones that put strain and stress in the body. And stress, we understand that cortisol will pull from DHEA, which, you know, testosterone comes from that. So if we have any deficiencies there, it's going to lead to a deficiency in testosterone or other hormones. It's going to pull from other hormones. So absolutely supplementing with D3 is absolutely essential for our health, especially for deficient in it. Well, it's, it is interesting, and I don't want to do personal because a lot of people, uh, you know, they, they're maybe in their 50s like I am, maybe in their 40s. They, they experience kind of dip of the testosterone, the estrogen level and whatnot, and it, and it does mess with you. But I'll tell you, right after the testosterone, when I stopped taking it, uh, I noticed a little difference, and I started taking vitamin D and a, a good multivitamin and zinc, and I don't miss the testosterone now. So something has happened. I don't, I don't think it's an attitude. You can see the pictures on my Twitter and Facebook. I got, you know, I went to the gun show, man. Uh, so. So, you know, I don't know. It, it, it appears to be working. It, it appears to be working. You know, whatever. Anyway, Dr. Yeah. Ben Tapper, thanks for thanks for being on the show today. Any big plans for the weekend, sir? I am going to go visit my folks up in Sioux City up north. So, yes. That's oh, lovely, lovely. Yes, I thought doctors in the Midwest, I, I thought doctors in the Midwest, you rode horseback and you went door to door and people traded <laughs> uh, homemade chicken noodle soup for your services. Yeah. I, I guess yeah. things have changed. Yeah. That's only the first weekend of every month. We don't do that every week. <laughs> All right. All right, doctor. Have a good day, man. It was nice to talk to you, Dr. Ben Tapper of the uh, Wellness Company. Have a glorious weekend with your family up in Sioux City. All right. And I've, I've been through Sioux City many times on the way to Sioux Falls. Sioux Falls in South Dakota. Just go straight up I 29. You know what I think we need to do? I think we need to do. Let me see if I find my music bed here. The Accidental Hero of the Week. Let me get my stuff here, make sure I have it in front of me. Hold on. I shuffle a lot of crap in here. Yes, here is uh, something I've been promising you for a while. It is our a new segment on the program called The Accidental Hero of the Week. And now, The Accidental Hero of the Week. All right, so today. Watch him as he goes. Goo. There you go. Foo Fighters, my uh, my favorite band of all time. Oh, did you know the Foo Fighters were also a group of World War II, um, I I believe, pilots that investigated UFOs. That's what Foo Fighters were. I didn't know that. I had no idea. So anyway, it took approximately 20 minutes for kids to revolt when uh, the school put up a tampon dispenser in the boys' bathroom. took 20 minutes for the tampon dispenser in the boys' restroom at uh, Brookfield High School in Connecticut to be torn down. That's a hate crime. They're transphobic. Principal Mark Belinda sent an email out to students and their families on January 24th, explained that the new dispenser had been torn down, basically destroyed in less than 25 minutes. Of course, cheers erupted from the parents everywhere. Uh, Belinda called the incident disgusting and an egregious instance of vandalism. No, I would say putting it there was disgusting. 
uh, an egregious incidents of vandalism and destruction of property in an email. Um, a dispenser with menstrual products was installed in the boys' bathroom near the main office. Hey, here's the weird thing, and I don't know if you knew this. Uh, if you're a boy, uh, you don't need menstrual products. It's always been true. It's, um, it's true. The installation was completed at 9.30 a.m. Tampons were all over the floor by 9.52. <laughs> the newly installed distribution box was ripped off the wall along with the masonry, anchor, the masonry anchors and the distribution box itself was destroyed. The dispenser was put in place in compliance with a new law passed in 2022 and said to go in effect September the 1st requires all schools in grades 3 through 12 to put menstrual dispensers in female bathrooms and one in at least one male bathroom. Uh, you know what? Young men... And boys are sick of this crap. They're sick and tired of being told that their masculinity is toxic. They're sick and tired, uh, 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 you know, white kids getting sick and tired of being told they're privileged. And black kids are getting sick and tired of thinking they have to hate white kids. And, uh, and honestly, this is just too much. And I, I commend these kids for doing this act. But it's just kind of like what happened in Minneapolis. No, it's not. Not one little bit. Not even close to that. It's some jackass putting a reminder every day of the people who are insane in their lives, who've destroyed their lives by putting absurd things like a tampon machine in the boys' bathroom. That's why. So in this case, I say, I hope every uh, boys' high school class that sees one of these in their restroom takes it down because all it is is a way to demean them. All it is is a way to humiliate them. And this is them standing up once and for all. Amen. Good for you. And tell the Karens who put them there to stick it. Here's my other hero of the week. A king penguin that mysteriously traveled 6,000 kilometers to Australia has left animal experts baffled. The uh, Friends of Shorebirds uh, Southeast, also known as Fothy, 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 Madonna, 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 had just completed, that's a birdcage reference, uh, completed a, a survey of local wildlife uh, along the Koorang, a stretch of coastline uh, south of Adelaide on January the 15th when an Antarctic penguin suddenly appeared from the water. Despite being a long way from home, the aquatic bird was fearless enough to walk up to the group before making strange braying calls. Mr. Campbell said the bird approached him seemingly out of curiosity, and he wouldn't be surprised that the bird has ever seen a human face before. It's come from the subarctic island like Heard Island or Macaque Island, and has landed there, should probably never encountered a human before. Footage of the encounter was taken and shows the penguin just walking up saying, hi, how you doing, people? And here's why it's a hero. Did you ever see that stupid, stupid, stupid documentary? about penguins with Morgan Freeman. Remember that? Morgan Freeman. And we're here to talk about these birds on this island and they're in the freezing cold. And you know, here's the thing. The male birds and the female birds are there during the summer. And then the female birds leave to party. Just leave to party. Leave the male birds with the eggs under there and they freeze their asses off for about five months. And then the female birds come back. They're still a little hungover and they just suddenly act like nothing even happened. And this is one of those birds who said, I'm done with this crap. I'm, I'm out of here. Right? The, the, the dumbest animals 
on the planet are those emperor penguins who, who stay there with the egg in the freezing cold and let the uh, female penguins go off and party. Well, I give it to this guy right here, the king penguin. And I would say he is a king penguin for saying, you know what? I'm kind of done with it. I'm going to Australia and hitting the beach. Those are my two heroes of the week, and I think they are very, very deserving. Let's take a break and come back. This is The Rob Carson Show. So, uh, Donald Trump is going to be the uh, the nominee for president. Who's he going to pick as the running mate? Newsmax is conducting a poll right now. Uh, who do you think should be his uh, veep? Uh, ben Carson, Ron DeSantis, who's it going to be? Just text the word EVENT to 39747. That's EVENT 39747. And uh, get the poll link. Fill out the poll, and we'll give you the results. But uh, there you go. If you want to vote, if you would, again, text the word EVENT to 39747. I've been waiting to play this song on the radio forever, and there's a story related to it. Uh, U.S. Capitol Police said Thursday that it will not charge anyone in the case of a Democrat staffer allegedly filming himself having gay sex in the heart. Senate office building. Come on, come on. If you want to do the nut all night long. Yeah. Not very often you get to play this song. Like doing the butt. I like this song, actually. Come on. That's a great song. Oh, yeah, yeah. Apparently, you can just have the gay sex. Just have the gay sex right there on the counter in the heart, heart, not hard, heart office building. Uh, The Daily Caller uh, had video two men having, uh, forming, uh, filming a pornographic scene inside the Senate Judiciary Room. Um, the, uh, the Capitol Police said they will not charge anyone in the sex video in the Senate hearing room. Uh, uh, the, the Senate staffer, staff, uh, exercised his Fifth Amendment to remain silent and refused to talk to authorities. Uh, additionally, they, didn't close the, they did not close the door on revamping the investigation if ch- new charges emerge. For now, we are closing the investigation of the facts and circumstances surrounding a sex video that was recorded blah blah blah, 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 blah whatever uh you know honestly the, this is again the death of shame all right uh death of shame this is grotesque uh, this punk uh was having sex you know and sharing the video with other gay staffers uh not necessarily in washington dc but honestly uh, where's your character I, I don't care what kind of sex it is if it's straight sex gay sex or whatever no no there's a thing called decorum, and if that's not preserved, then it's over. And, I, and I'm also going to tell you, to somebody who's, and this person is like right out of college, and right out of college already doing this, do you even care? And I know this is going to sound old-fashioned, but don't you even kind of care what your parents think about this? Wouldn't they look at you and go, this is embarrassing. If it were my daughter and a guy, or a guy, you know, son and a guy, whatever the hell, I, wouldn't you just be ashamed of yourself? Because I would, I don't care if you're gay, I don't care. You know, I told my kids the, the soul doesn't have a penis or a vagina. There's nothing I'm going to be able to do about it. Uh, I, you know, if you told me you were gay, I would love you just the same, but my kids aren't gay. But uh, but honestly, this is the death of shame and, and uh, uh, that this staffer was so 
arrogant after it happened rather than offering a heartfelt apology and it was a lapse in judgment they just exercised the fifth amendment and walked away like it was no big deal and who puts themselves in what kind of person films themselves to be shared you know performing a sex act with other people well you know it should give you an idea about the character Uh, honestly unacceptable all right let's take a break and come back this my friends is the rob carson show that's going to do it for the show, guys. Check out my TV show, Rob Carson's What in the World? Set your DVR on Newsmax. It's an epic show. And the podcast today, Newsmax.com slash Carson. God bless you, Israel, America. And until Monday, don't catch the stupid. I'll see you then. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. You can help by clicking the sponsor links in the show notes and take advantage of some great discounts available only to our listeners.